This has been an ACB community call. Today's Unmute Presents Community Call was hosted on Day 290. That's 17 October, 2023. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another Unmute. As usual, we've got a couple announcements here at the top. Want to remind everyone we're going to take all first questions first. And if we get through everyone, then if we have time, we'll take second hands. Also, Please be respectful and give everyone the same opportunity you would want to have your question answered. And as we always say, there's no dumb questions. So ask away any of your tech questions that you may have. As usual, I got Michael Doyce with me. How you doing, Michael? Got any announcements for us today? Hi, Marty. So uh, we do have a few things that we're working on and uh, it's very exciting. So thanks for having me again. And we are continuously working on updating everything through the IACast network. We have our new radio station at uh, IACast Radio, iacast.net slash listen. And the iAccessibility app has been updated as well with a new menu, ways to get in contact with us and things like that. I hope you in, you all enjoy that, some little interface changes and bug fixes. So I hope all of those are working well, and there's still some updates that need to happen. So stay tuned for that, and we'll be working on several different things. We've had another great week of podcasts. We've had the Bizability podcast, a business-related podcast, where we talk about starting your own business or being kind of a freelancer or things like that. We talked about how to create a business. We had the iCast last week where we talked about uh, all the different Macs and what they're used for. We've had the IACast episodes where we've talked about, still have to publish the latest IACast on platform shaming and, and how to respect people's devices that they choose or or things that they use. So those are all things that have been in the works this week for I, the IACast stuff. So thank you again, and we'll get to it. Thanks, Michael. The question of the day today is, what app do you use to listen to podcasts, whether it's on any of your devices or your computer? What is the app of choice you choose to listen to podcasts? So you can answer that question if you would like. And also, we wanted to remind you guys that we are going to have a new Unmute membership that is going to be coming out. It actually is going to kick off the first of the year. There has been a couple of small changes in terms of pricing structure, and I will let Michael Babcock chime in on the rest of that. So, Michael, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Marty. So yeah, got some feedback, and we're always open to feedback and appreciate that. And so... Real quick, I'll just mention that I am unmute.show slash plus, or of course, iacast.net slash plus. Either one takes you to similar pages. You can support your favorite podcast contributors at whatever amount seems reasonable to you. And one thing that Michael forgot to mention when he was going over the shows is we had the technically working show that came out yesterday where Demasi and I sat down and chatted a little bit about some of our setups, including the audio setup that I'm going to be using to facilitate the hybrid convention for Oregon, which is this weekend. So if you have any interest in that, it might be worth uh, tuning into that. 
And then full transparency, if you listen to Unmute Presents, all things Lady A controlling your devices on Thursday, and you heard Marty get interrupted with a lot of static, well, I made a mistake and and messed something up on that recording. So we've replaced that file since Sunday afternoon. So if you didn't get all that content or you want to go back and listen to the non-interrupted version, take a listen to that. And then, of course, there was the unmute presents replay from last tuesday and as a side note before we get into it michael i want to mention i really appreciate that new radio stuff because it means we can drop the files on the radio right away so it gets into rotation and people can start hearing it so that's the announcements i got for you right now marty all right thanks michael and sheila looks like we got some hands up so let's start knocking them out all right doc you can unmute well can you hear me yes i can doc how you doing okay Okay, I didn't. Uh, I was just wondering if anybody's having the same little annoyance problem I'm having with JAWS. At the present time, in both email and Word, if I'm towards the end of a sentence or a line and I want to get back to the beginning of that line, it's always been hit home. But here lately, every now and then, for some unknown reason, when I hit home, it responds as if I had hit control home and it goes to the top of the document. It's just an annoyance. And I don't know whether anybody else is having that problem, but I am. I have not faced that, but if anyone else is, go ahead and raise your hand to let Doc know that. And Doc, if I imagine you have already, but if you haven't, I recommend reaching out to Vespero support to see yep. if they're aware of the issue. Yep. So thank yeah, you, Doc. I just thought I'd bring it here. Yep. Yeah, appreciate have it. Have a good day. You too. Thanks, Thanks for joining us. Bye. Nolan. Hey, Nolan. Hey, so I do have an update. I went into my Zoom settings and turn off the or turn on turn off one of the i can't remember the feature that you mentioned always show Zoom. controls yes i went in and turned that on to prevent to prevent that avatar thing from popping up from time to time and that always helps i want to give a big thank you to that and and thank you for helping me out on that. And a big, a big, huge thank you. And Michael Doeys, thank you for helping my, helping me out yesterday. It was it was a blast meeting you virtually. Thank you. Well, thank you, Nolan. Thank you. Who do we got next, Sheila? Stephanie. Hey, Stephanie. It's like oh, my computer. Every time I I type something or go to type something, it'll auto correct everything I'm typing. I don't know why it does that. Gotcha. And this is on Windows? Mm-hmm. Michael D., do you know offhand where to go turn off autocorrect in Windows? Is it is it Windows or is it Mac? Because I don't know that it, I've never seen it do it in Windows. Or is it an iOS device, like an iPad or something? Stephanie, is this on your Windows computer? Or? Yeah. Okay. I don't have an immediate answer for you, but I am loading a Windows machine right now to see if I can find out how to disable that. But I think that might just be a setting that's enabled right now. And if I can find it before the end of the call, I'll share that with you, okay? All right. Who do we have next, Sheila? Janet. Hi, Janet. Hello. I was going to answer the question of the, of the day. 
for for listening to podcasts. I use YouTube, iAccessibility, and ACB Media or the ACB Media link, and the the Showdown link, the Showdown podcast. Spotify versus Apple doesn't work. I type in the play episode tab or tap the play episode button and it is dipped. That is a blog post, so it it is not a podcast episode. It's just a an article. Oh, it's uh, an article. Oh, right. okay. So it's part of the iAccessibility report that we do. Okay, I was I wasn't sure, so I thought I'd let you mm-hmm. know. Sure. Because it's got the play episode. I'm like, hmm, must be a podcast. Okay. Right. We we just dim the button so that it lets people know it's it's just not. There's no podcast content. Okay. Thank you very much. I just thought I would let you know. Thanks a lot, Janet. Before we go on yeah, to the next person, Stephanie, I'm going to give you directions for Windows 11, and I didn't ask which Windows you're using, but where I would look if you're in Windows 10 or an earlier version is in a similar place. If you go to settings with Windows key and the letter I, like Indigo, that will open your settings for you. And then this puts you in a search field. If it doesn't, use your tab and shift tab key to locate the search field and type in the word correct. Pressing down arrow will then bring you to autocorrect, and mine says autocorrect misspelled words is on. If you press your space bar, this will take you into the autocorrect settings, and you can turn that off at that point. And I don't have a Windows 10 machine to test it from, uh, but that's the process in Windows 11. Who do we got next, Sheila? Jane. Hey, Jane. Hello. Greetings from Cape Cod. First of all, I want to thank you for answering my solution that someone else brought up last time. I have an SC2023, and I had problems hearing when I'm out with the volume. And that triple tap on the home button does work. My Good. foolish, idiotic question is, I'm still learning my iPhone, and if I get an email from someone that has an address in it, how do I transfer that email address to my contacts? Very simply to do that. Thank you. Are you talking about from an email? Yes, I have an email and they sent me and I want it and I have that email address. Okay, so um, I want to transfer that email address to my contacts. Okay, so if you are and I'm assuming you're using just a regular Apple Mail app, correct? Correct. Okay. So when you have the email open, when you go to the top, there'll be a from button that's who sent you the email and it'll probably say their name. If you do a single finger, double click on that, it will then show the actual. Wait a minute. Did you say single double tap, double tap one finger? Yes. Okay. When you do that, it's going to actually show the email address of that person. And you do that same thing one more time on the email address. And then it's going to open up what looks like a contact card. It'll show the email address and the person's name and stuff. You scroll down and then you're going to find create new contact. You click that and it will have their first name and their last name if they put that in there. And it'll put the email address in there. And then in the top right corner, you can hit save and it will keep it in your contacts. Thank you. I will try that. Thank you very much. Yep. No problem. One other thing I was going to tell you also about your volume is that the actual voiceover volume, the Siri volume, and the main volume for your phone is three separate volumes, and you can control those volumes individually, separately. So if one thing seems really low, then you know invoke that thing, and then you can turn up the volume if you need to make it louder. So for example, like Siri, you can invoke Siri, and then you turn her up. 
if you need the whole phone so to be more volume. Say Siri and then turn it, turn it up, right? Exactly. Just have her talking. So like ask her what's the weather right. outside or something like that. And while she's the, talking. The problem. Then... Right. The problem was when I was actually listening to someone on a phone on the phone with it, talking to me with them with and I couldn't hear them. And I pressed the volume button. It wasn't going up. Oh yeah, gotcha. So you did so when you told me to do that, or I told that gentleman, it works. Yeah, great. That's awesome. I'm glad that worked for you. Well, thanks a lot and good All luck right, on the email. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, Pam. Okay. I want to answer the question of the day. Podcasts, I use Apple Podcasts and I do have a little question. Well, it's not really, it's not as much question as it is comment. With iOS 17, if you need to get to the mini player now, it's a pain in the anatomy because you, the only way I've found to get to things like the track position and stuff that is not just on the basic screen, like fast forward by however many seconds. Only way I've found to do it is double tap the a button that says mini player artwork and it brings up artwork galore and you you flick and flick and flick and flick and flick until you get finally get to track position and or whatever else you need. And my question is is it, I, I'm finding no way to minimize that artwork. Am I missing something? Michael D, you're a podcast user. <laughs> so you're talking about the now playing, is that correct? That to, to yes, to... you've got a podcast playing, and you need to maybe you played it earlier, mm-hmm. and you you missed the end of it because you fell asleep. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have one of those that I put on at night, fall asleep. Mm-hmm. Well, the next day, I want to go back and hear how that thing ended. So what I want to do is go to the track position mm-hmm. and you know, fast forward it past the first 25 minutes and catch the last 10 or whatever. Let me give you two scenarios. Okay. Okay. So say you're now playing has gone away or, or it's gone on to another podcast. Say you fell asleep and it's not even on that episode anymore. And it's gone away from your, Oh oh, no, no, no. I have, I have that part turned off. Okay, good. So what you want to do that the mm-hmm. way I do it is if you are wanting to go to your now playing, um, yeah. this is this is one of those situations where I always tell people explore by touch is very useful. Yes. And so what I recommend people do is start at the bottom on the tab bar. So find one of the tabs on the tab bar with your finger, yes. not by not by flicking, and then slowly move your finger up and it will read the track information of the currently playing podcast. And if you tap on, if you double tap on that, it will bring up that now playing area where you can, and this is the same in the music app as well. And, okay. and from, and from there you can, you know, do the, the rewind or fast forward, that sort of thing that should work in, in showing that information. Okay. But does it also show all that artwork? It does show the, it shows the artwork, but it does, it, it. Remember, if it's showing artwork, it's probably talking about, you know, different podcasts, different things. So the now playing does have a lot of, I think if you go past the the play pause and all those, you yeah. may get to related episodes and things like that. So if you do do that, you want to just go back, just kind of flick around through that now playing screen 
there is the artwork for the podcast you're you're looking at, but there's also those buttons there as well. Okay, so I'll see if that works because I if you've if you have already double tapped on the podcast itself, then sometimes that now playing button disappears. But I will try that. Right. Because that that trying to flick. Oh man, that flicking through the artwork is for the birds. Right. Um, and as long as the now playing is there, then mm -hmm. it's pretty easy to navigate through that screen because it has the artwork, the title, the time and all that kind of yeah. stuff. But yeah. the biggest thing is just go from the bottom, go up, find the now playing option that shows the currently playing podcast. Double tap. Uh -huh. Just don't go up too far. And, you know, if you're if you're double tap and hold, is it a double no, tap double and tap. hold? Just okay. double tap. Okay. Because God, if you're going, if you're if you're just flicking through, it's going to go through all those podcasts, all that information. So just explore from the from the bottom up. Find the first tab. Don't double tap on any of the tabs. Then just go up from there, and you'll you should get to the now playing information. I'll try it, but no, I don't think mine usually looks like that. Then then what happens there is then your now playing has gone away. Yeah. So, so the only if, way to do that is to go back uh -huh. to, this is why I was saying the two scenarios. So that's if your now playing is showing. If okay. you do not have now playing information and you need to go back to an episode. So you that, have to hit the back button. Yeah. No, you need to go to the shows tab and find the podcast and then find the episode in the uh -huh. list. Double tap. It will probably start it from the beginning and then you could bring up the now playing information. Okay. Usually I don't even see that, but I will keep trying because this, this, what I've been doing is once the podcast starts playing, the, the thing closest to the base of the screen is, is, oh shoot. <laughs> well, I just said it a few minutes ago. It's artwork for the mini player. It's mini player artwork. Is what it says. Well, that, that's mm -hmm. you're now playing. Yes, and when I go into that, you you right flick all over creation to get past the artwork into the mm -hmm. player settings. This is on seventeen point zero point three. It never mm -hmm. happened. It wasn't like that before then. So try try working the way Michael said and see if that works with you when you use Explore by Touch Pam and come back and let us know if that works any better. I will also play with it too because I yeah. have, excuse me, I have a love-hate relationship with podcast apps right now. Yeah. And I have been an Overcast user for years. I've started playing with Downcast yet again. Mm -hmm. And maybe eventually I'll play with the podcast app and, yeah. and go from there. The only thing I don't like about them is you can't import or export your content from the podcast app. So, gotcha. Um, yeah, yeah but, Pam, there's lots of third-party podcast players out there. Maybe you want to explore and go outside the box a little. Well, actually, I experience. do not. I'd rather stay with my tried and true. I've got <laughs> a 19 gazillion following you know gotcha i don't yep. want to transfer <laughs> all that there you go well thanks uh, Pam. give that a try thanks much no bye -bye. who do we got next sheila beth hey beth we do not hear you beth oh okay yeah are. yeah i i i had a problem with my phone i did or i mean uh voice memos i did try with you know it doesn't even rewind at all so i still got to go to the track position you know if i miss something like 
what last week my mom reading my lesson and you know but it it says just say track position three minutes but then i go back then it only says like it should you know it doesn't it goes back to like one minute you know it goes back further and i tried to rewind it doesn't even rewind you know to tap and hold it's it's not like bard where it it rewinds so so Beth, when you find that slider, instead of tapping on it, have you tried to just flick up and down and see if that takes you back and forward in the audio instead of double tapping on it? I haven't tried that. Try just flicking up and down, and I think that'll give you a better experience for how you're trying to navigate the audio. And then also, if you flick to the right from the time picker, which is what it's called, that should take you to the, I believe it says, back 15 seconds. And you can use that to jump back a couple of seconds in the audio and give that a try, okay? So so as it's rewinding, then not double tap on the rewind, just flick up and down. Flick up and down where it says the time. So if it says one minute, three seconds, and you want to go back, flick up to go back in that time. So that way it'll go back instead of double tapping on there. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll give give that a shot. Give that a shot. Let us know if that works for you, okay? Okay, thanks. No worries, Beth. All right, Matthew. Hello, Matthew. Hello. I I just wanted to should say that I personally, when we're talking podcasts, I generally use Downcast. That's I've been using that for off and on for a number of years. And but I, I think that was the question of the day. I think yep. some about. Yep, it was. What do you like about so, Downcast? I just I just find find it. I mean, it's pretty easy for me to to navigate. I haven't had any, you know problems with it i had played with overcast years ago but i hadn't played with it for a while so i'm not really sure what all's changed in it but i know overcast is one that people have been playing with i personally have not used the podcast app although i haven't i like the fact that downcast that downcast does let you know when a podcast is not only available but when it finishes downloading because i have mindset at least on my ipad to notify me a new podcast and download them. So is there anything about downcast you don't like? Not really. I haven't found any, any, I personally have not found any shortcomings, but maybe that's because I haven't, I don't, I mainly use it just to, to listen to podcasts, but I haven't really come across anything. I, I didn't care. Don't really care for. I just generally open the app, play my podcasts and then, you know, put it in the background or whatever. But I do like, one thing I do like is, I don't know if any other podcasts do this, but you can set, you can hide the played episodes after they've been played. It'll show the played screen, but it it hides it so you can hide that. I do kind of like that. It makes it a little easier to get around and stuff. But uh, as far as what I don't care for, I haven't really found anything negative about it. Well, sounds good. Thanks. Appreciate it. Not a problem. We don't have any hands at this time. So if anyone has any questions, raise your hand and I'm sure Sheila can let us know. We'll check in with her in a moment. Marty, do you want me to tell people what I discovered today? Sure. That sounds good. 
So there's this person that some of us know, and I'm putting the blame fully on him, that called me to introduce me to a very creepy fact. So Jeff Bishop called me earlier today to say, Michael, have you tried the hands-free mode of ChatGPT? I told him, I said, no, I haven't, Jeff. Why is that part of the ChatGPT Plus service? And he told me it is. So I went and got that set up so I could play with it. And ChatGPT now gives you five different natural sounding voices, and they are eerily natural sounding. And what it does is when you activate voice mode, it makes what's what looks to your iPhone like a phone call. Which means, and and I'm going to be fully transparent, it's only doing this when you have voice mode activated, that it is always listening to you. So you don't have to say something like chat GPT or another wake word in order to wake it up. You can simply shout out questions. So for example, earlier today, I said, good morning, it's Tuesday morning. And it told me a list of things that I should get done before the Tuesday call that we host every every Tuesday. Now, how did it know that I had a Tuesday call every Tuesday? In the settings of ChatGPT on the mobile app and on the desktop, you can go give it 1,500 characters of information about you. So I told it about all the shows that I host, when they publish, which ones are live, which ones are pre-recorded. And it then took the responses that it had to my questions and used that information to encompass that in the responses. So why it was very eerie is a the voice does breathe and it breathes kind of naturally before it answers your question it takes in a deep breath and then answers for you and there as i said are five different voices you can pick from two female sounding voices three male sounding voices and it is available if you are a chat gpt plus subscriber under the settings option which is under the menu and then choose new features and then you can enable the voice mode checkbox When that mode is checked, you can go into a new chat and then tap the voice mode in the top right corner to the left of the menu button, and this will then activate the menu. Sheila, do we have a hand? You Um, do. AG. I was going to say real quick before we do that, there's two limitations to that. One is it does not use the Bing search, so it's limited to GPT-4. And number two, it is limited. There is new Dolly features where ChatGPT can make images for you as well. That is a new thing. But the hands-free feature will not do that. So those are the two limitations on that. But it is a very neat feature. Okay, sorry about that. Go ahead, EG. Two things. That's pretty interesting what you were talking about with ChatGPT4. I don't mess with ChatGPT too much. But anyway, it's interesting. I'll add to that in a second. But in terms of the question of the day, I use Lady A for podcast because I have three Echo Dots in my house. And as I walk through the house, I can listen to a podcast as I move from room to room. So it makes it very convenient. And then I actually, my backup is Overcast, which I really like a lot. And that's where I, I have your your programs are sh- show up there for me uh, if I want to go listen to one specifically. But my thought of the day kind of goes back to chat GPT and everything that's going on with AI. And if you think about self-driving cars, it's not too far down the road that there's going to be some kind of device for people with low vision or blindness that'll be like a self-driving car. That'll be able, if you say, I want to walk to Kroger, or I want to walk to a park, it'll it'll take you there because it'll be like a self-driving device for a human being. Yeah. Um, It'd be convenient for a lot of people, I would say. There's a tool that full transparency, they 
they do pay me for sharing the tool with other people. And it is by a company called Eyes, A-Y-E-S, originally out of Brazil, now based out of New York. They have an app called Oco, and the subtitle to Oco is the AI Copilot for the Blind. And ideally, the the target of that application right now it provides information related to stop stop signs and the status of the walk don't walk signal. But they plan to do so much more with that based on the capabilities of the AI functionality, specifically on the iPhone. So you're not too far off, EG, and I'm really intrigued to see where we're going to be in the next honestly year to three years this ai came on the scene it's been less than a year since it was popular next month was would make one year and we've already come leaps and bounds thank you michael thank you eg who do we got next sheila i think this is lacenter but i am not 100 sure yeah it's my business lifetime education center i forgot to change my name to phil ferris um, <laughs> hi. So with regard to chat TBT answering questions and summarizing and telling you you need to do things before you meet, uh, the last week's Zoomtopia seminars or conference, they had all-day training, and one of them talked about their AI companion for Zoom meetings. And the AI companion listens to all the contributors to the Zoom meetings as well as mm-hmm. li- tracking many other things, including emails from those people, including all all sorts of discussions. And it will produce a summary of a Zoom meeting that may have been two hours long. It will summarize the key points. It'll say who said what. It will do all kinds of note-taking as if you had a really sharp-eared person. In addition, it interleaves that with all the background planning information you've done And I assume it's mostly if you do it within some sort of a Zoom environment, but it does include normal email and other things. I thought I'd just throw that out there because investigating how that could help find people attending meetings, doing all kinds of things, having somebody or some machine AI write summary notes and also give you to-do items and add them to your task list without you having to do a single thing is awesome as a potential for the future. So I I want to say here that uh, we've we've used this feature. We have a co-working space for a lot of our work and we've turned on this feature and boy I'll tell you what. I mean there, I mean obviously we cut up and and goof around but there's been some we've tried to do some serious meetings to see how this tool works and it it's got a little ways to go. Wouldn't you wouldn't you say, Michael? It does, but the the fact that they're working on it, especially yeah. I'm really intrigued by the catch up feature. So if you join a Zoom meeting and let's say you came in thirty minutes, you know, five minutes ago and we've been running for thirty minutes now. In theory, you should be able to access the chat function, type in what's happened so far, and get a a recap of the information that's been provided. One thing that I want to bring to people's attention, because you're sitting on a Zoom meeting, and you're on a lot of community Zoom meetings, and your first question might be, oh no, is this AI listening to my conversation right now? Zoom assures that unless the host enables the AI functionality, and the participants will be alerted of this AI functionality being enabled, kind of like the got it button that you get when you do recordings, then Zoom is not using your recordings for training of the AI and they are not performing AI on your Zoom meetings. But it is, 
I think very important for a blind or sight impaired individual who is seeking employment specifically to be aware of some of this functionality, because I think you're going to start running into when you join a interview on Zoom, for example, you may get more than one got it button because they may be using this AI functionality to give them a recap of the interview so they can go back and, and say, what did that person say when I asked them about so-and-so or what was the worst experience they had in their career and potentially... I don't think it's there yet, but potentially having that AI functionality for the host is going to be pretty helpful. So really appreciate you bringing that up, Phil. It's a great conversation. Yeah, a year from now is when I think it'll hit the mainstream. But taking notes is the number one weakness I think the low vision and blind people have. One weakness I have, I admit that. (laughs) So thank you, Phil. All right, I think we have somebody in Clubhouse, Val. We do. We have Eric. Go ahead, Eric. Hey, Eric. How's it going? Hey, what's up? Not too much. What can we do for you? <clears throat> no, I was going to talk to you. You said you used Downcast. I've been using Downcast for what? Since 2010? I haven't looked back. Oh, awesome. Um, <laughs> and then the AI thing. I think we're far away from, say, a blind person getting a self-driving car and saying, take me on a trip to wherever you know, California. I think we're far away from that. We'll see. Um, yep. Appreciate you know, your feedback there, Eric. Especially because especially there's idiots on the interstate. We all know that. And <laughs> just driving in general. Yeah. Humans are the weakest link in that driving chain for sure. For sure. Appreciate that, Eric. And uh, thanks for joining us. Hi, Tula, Lynn. Hey, Lynn. Hey, Lynn. How you doing? Hey, everybody. How are you? How's good, everybody? good. Thank you. Good. Thank good. you. So, so I, I use I use the uh, the podcast app on the on the iPhone that I have, and I really struggle with it. So my question, I guess, comes up when uh, can I do I have other options that I can use on the iPhone? Then yes, I wasn't you do. sure that I did. You do. So <laughs> I will preface this by saying there are other options, and it's definitely a preference. People like different things for different reasons. Mm-hmm. Personally, I use an app called Overcast, which does not play video if you if some people like to watch the video podcast as well as audio so okay. if that's something you're looking for then you'd want to get a player that does do both overcast does not but i really mm-hmm. only listen to the audio and it's great it's somewhat simple to use it works with the voiceover so that's really cool and so that is an option i believe michael babcock mm-hmm. is trying downcast right now Okay. Yep. Michael Doyce. I'm not sure which you're using. What are you he using? He uses Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Yep. So he's using okay. the generic Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. Okay. If and you're how... if you're looking for simplicity, I would maybe suggest Overcast. Okay. Yeah, Overcast or Downcast. I think they're both good solutions. I don't remember if Downcast costs. I, it does. I don't remember if they took that payment away. Overcast, oh, you can okay. download for free. And then if you want to pay for extra features, you can. So that mm-hmm. might be a in a influencing your decision is the cost for sure. Okay. Definitely, in my opinion, and others, including Michael Doys, will disagree with me. In my opinion, it's worth exploring alternative solutions because the Apple Podcast app is not the best. In I struggle with it. Yeah, oh, yeah. right. Absolutely. And, and I see. I think it's always good to, in in my opinion, informed choice is always a good thing. So 
go through the different apps, see which one you like best. You know, Apple Podcasts works for me, but it doesn't work for everybody. And so I think personally, it's whatever app works best for you is what you should go with. So, you know, I I like Apple Podcasts because that's what I've been using since, you know, the dawn of time. But <laughs> it just depends on what your preference is, you know. I like Overcast. And if even if you choose to pay for Overcast, it's, I believe, $10 a year. So it's not oh, that Oh, okay. Outrageous. It's not that much. How do you know if a podcast is video then? Like it has video on it. I'm sorry to ask that because I should know this, but when you, I don't. Well, it depends on what you're looking for. But for example, there is a network called Twit, which has been around oh, a really long okay. time. And that is Leo Laporte's a network. And they do all of their podcasts, both in audio and video. And so when you're searching, say like, for example, you want to do their flagship podcast, their main one, which is actually called Twit, which is the same as a network. When you're looking for it, it shows in the description, audio or video, and you can pick which one you okay. want to download or subscribe to or follow or whatever they're saying okay. these days. So, because I'm, I like the 48 hours podcast, but I only see them in MP3s, I think. Yeah, a lot of so, them really only have audio. Now, the thing about those true crime podcasts, 48 hours, 2020, Dateline, all of those, in the podcast form, you're only going to see the audio because they have the video portions on the actual you know, TV networks that you can go watch. Them right, on. they do. But I didn't know if they also had them on the, not, the, then I wasn't seeing them or something somehow. I believe Dateline okay. has its own app, but I'm not sure oh, okay. for podcasts mm-hmm. if they only do audio because again, they want you to watch the video portion yeah. of it okay. on the primetime network. So, okay. Okay. Thanks guys. Appreciate yeah. it. Very no helpful. Problem. Yep. No problem. Good luck to you. Thank you. All right. We don't have any new hands. So you got some repeat. So, Doc, go ahead, Doc. Yeah, I forgot to respond to the daily question, and I listened to Unmute uh, Presents on my Victor Reader track and the rest of the down podcasts also. Cool. That's great, Doc. Thanks a lot. That way, that's that's better than having several dots around the house, because I can even take this outside. There you go. That's awesome. Yep. As as Michael D said, there's different uh, things that serve other people, each person. So appreciate that, Doc. Yep. And Sheila, uh, yep. who do we got next? All right, we do have a new hand, John. You may unmute. Hey, John, how you doing? Doing okay. <laughs> I just wanted to horn in on a topic that came up earlier: the self-driving cars. I. Uh, listened to a podcast that came to us from Australia a couple of weeks ago. The guy said he had rented one of those self-driving vehicles in Australia and was driving across country. And he said that when a herd of, I guess that's what you call them, kangaroos started bouncing uh, alongside and then across the road, the self-driving car had no idea what to make of that. So I think in in a lot of ways, we are still a little little ways off. That's it. Thanks, John. And what did you listen to that podcast on? I listened to it on YouTube. All righty. Well, thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks, John. All right. E.G. Yeah. I have two comments. One is for Michael and Marty, is that I've tried to listen to Unmute Presents on Lady A, and she has a great deal of difficulty with the name of the, the podcast. 
and Good she 95 percent of the time will not get it right which is why I, I i switched to overcast in order to be able to do it that's one second thing is on the comment on the zoom ai i've actually been to i, I go to a number of different tech zooms and some of them now are, are providing that function and yes there are two little things that come up and you just have to say got it just kind of like the disclaimer here but the advantage is I had to miss one of the one of the, the tech talks and I was able to go back and it, without having to listen through the whole recording, I could get a very good summary of what was said. So that is a time saver. And I, I actually could have my iPad read it to the summary to me. So it, it was it's a real advantage in terms of time savings in that fashion. Yeah. And. Being familiar with the fact that that tech is available can help you stand out from other individuals so you can be more productive as well. And that's where I, I I wouldn't mind that on a couple of board meetings I've been on a few times to just give me a summary of what happened at this meeting. Absolutely. Thank yeah, you, Especially Eugene. those board meetings that are four or five hours long. You don't want and, to read every single word yeah. of that. And I got an echo pop, I think is what it's called. It's similar to the dot. And we got that on Saturday. So I'm going to have to figure out the best way to get it to play unmute presents to let people know. So I appreciate that feedback, EG, and we will look into that. Is, isn't the echo pop just a, a remote speaker? Nope. I think, no, this one is a speaker that has echo built into it. It's okay. a smaller round I think it's smaller than the fifth generation Echo Dots, and it it sounds pretty good for the size, though. Yeah, I saw those on on field. What do you call it? The Amazon Deal Days, whatever. Yeah, it was. the Prime Days. Prime yeah, we days. got I that and a stand for twenty seven dollars. Yeah, the, the, I thought the small one though was for NFC to a to like a stereo system, so you could have a a speaker in another room for the stereo. But I could be mistaken. There's a different device that you're thinking of, and I don't remember okay. the name of it. But yeah, okay. I know what you're talking about. All right. I'll have to check out that pop. Sounds interesting. Yep. yep. They have it in Disney Princess if you want it in that too. They, they also have uh, oh boy. some other <laughs> one. And then I I told Mallory, I said, I don't want any of the kids ones. Let's just get a standard <laughs> Echo Pop. <Yeah. laughs> so thanks, EG. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Who do we got next, Sheila? Beth. <laughs> hey, Beth. We do not hear you. Okay. You yeah. Um, I, I was uh, just thinking like, Facebook, I, 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 um, request, you know, put in a friend request and it was somebody I did, don't know. And like, sometimes they, you know, like the last name is familiar. So I thought I knew this person. And then later he was talking, you know, to me about something that was kind of, you know, I, I don't know, but, it, but I need to try to unfriend him and, how how do I do that? Do I have to, because I use Facebook on my iPhone. So if you go to your list of friends, and I'm going to do this off of what it used to be like, so things could have moved, where I would look in the first place on the bottom right-hand corner is the Facebook menu option. Choose that. Then go locate, I believe there is a option that says popular shortcuts. If you choose that, and then choose friends, that'll take you to a list of all of your friends. When you get okay. there, find the person you want to remove and double tap on their name. And then I, and full transparency, I haven't used Facebook in almost a year now. I did re-download it yesterday. Anyways, we won't get into that. But I believe there's an option there that says more options for this friend or more option in the person's name. 
If you choose that, then there should be an option to unfriend that individual. You can also block them from that menu as well. Oh, okay. Because, see, I have, my aunt's name is Hendrine Katz. Mm -hmm. Katz is my last name. But then there was another Hendrine Katz that, you know, mm -hmm. was one I didn't know and was telling me about how, you know, you know, you can get money for this. Uh, or, yep, or, yep. Just leave that alone. Don't click on anything they talk to you about. Just ignore them and you can go in there and, and get them blocked. You may also be able to remove them from Facebook Messenger if you have a conversation with them. Tap on their name at the top and then it should give you an option to remove that person. So thanks, Beth. Hopefully that helps. Thank you. Yeah. Put them on blast too. Sheila, who do we got next? Stephanie. Hey, Stephanie. I listen to podcasts on my, my uh, Google device, too. But the, the funny thing is, I mean, when I say, you know, go to ACB Community Podcast, sometimes they'll say, I, I've looked for it, but it can't be found. <laughs> so... Yeah, that's one of the reasons I actually, we actually took the plunge and switched over to an Alexa cancel for any of those that are going off is because I couldn't tell a lady to play ACB media five or to tell ACB media to play five. Right. Whenever I told Google play ACB media five, it would find something on YouTube that had no relation to the actual stream. So unfortunately, right. if you want that that comprehensive hands-free experience it may be worth looking into an lady a device yeah <laughs> so thank you appreciate it and uh sheila do we have anyone else today no sir and you got 10 minutes beautiful well marty or michael do either so, of you have something sure hot off the press this morning for all of you ipad users <laughs> apple came out with a brand new apple pencil today and Basically, it's an updated version of the first pencil, not the second one, the first one. And as far as I can tell, and Michael Deutsch, you want to maybe chime in on here, but as far as I can tell, the only real difference from what it used to be to what it is now is that it now has been upgraded to a USB-C port for charging, and the USB-C port is located on the side instead of on the very top. The original Apple Pencil was located, the charging port was kind of like on the top, and the only way to charge it is to actually plug it into the device, so you have this whole pencil sticking out of your device. It was kind of hilarious. A lot of people made fun of that because it was just so such a weird setup the way they designed it so this is going to be a little bit better you can use a cable and it's on the side not on the top so you know anything else about it michael d or have you read on anything so first things i had a very interesting way of looking at the original apple pencil because it was it was what we had you know we didn't have the the second generation where it had the magnetic charging and so i always kind of pictured it as like, okay, you're using it to write. And, you know, sometimes when you, when you refill a pen, you kind of change the ink out of the pen. And if it's a refillable, that kind of thing, it's like you're recharging the writing ability of the pencil. And so plugging it in just kind of made sense to me, like from a, a writing standpoint, so that I never had an issue with that. So from a tech point of view, it made no sense. And it was absolutely ridiculous from just like this novelty sense. It's like, Hey, that's kind of neat. But as far as this new pencil, it is basically, it has a USB-C port. The, the one difference is, though, unlike the first Apple Pencil, this one can magnetize to the side of the new iPads. It just won't charge or pair that way. You have to pair it through USB-C. 
But the neat thing is, is that it has all the other features of the Apple Pencil too. So even on the M2 iPad Pros, it will do the hover mode. So you can hover it over your paper and it will detect that just as if you're using the Apple Pencil too. So all of the features that are in the two are in this one, except for the magnetic charging and pairing. Pretty cool. I believe it's $79.99, and yep. I think it's available next month. So if you're interested in an Apple Pencil, that might be something to check out. Mm -hmm. It is a little bit less expensive than the one that does magnetize and charge. So if you're looking for an Apple Pencil at a little bit of a less of a price, and you want that same technology, then that might be the one to look at. So there you go. We're also talking about hearing these are all rumors, but there's a chance new iPads might be coming out before the end of the year. We don't know when, and we're not sure which ones exactly. My guess was they were going to update the iPad mini and the iPad Air, but we haven't seen anything quite yet. So we're guessing to see what they may come up with. Michael Doyce, do you have any guesses or anything you think they might do? I, I would love to see new minis. I don't think I'll buy one, but I would love to see them. But minis and airs are what's being talked about. But again, the way I look at Apple is we don't we don't count on it until we see it. I mean, there's rumors, there's predictions, but at this point, I don't believe any of them until Apple says, "Surprise, here we go." So, yep, that that's is true. The way I look at it. Yep. Alrighty. Well, I appreciate those, and we're going to go and wrap it up now because I'm not seeing any other hands. And Chat GPT is trying to get my attention. If you can't hear it in the background, uh, kind of distracting and something I am horrible about playing with. We will be back next Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific time. That's 1 p.m. Eastern. Remember, if you get value and you're interested in supporting Unmute Presents, you can always head on over to unmute.show slash plus spelt out to do a pay what you want option there for some exclusive content starting in January. And Marty, you want to close it up? Yep. Thanks, everyone, for being here. We really appreciate it. As usual, thanks, Sheila and Bell, for all of your assistance today. We always appreciate you guys. And if you want to get a hold of us, you can reach us at feedback at unmute.show if you have any questions, comments, or anything else. And everyone have a great week, and we'll see you next time. Quick question. Thanks, you Oh, yeah, go, EG. Go uh, for it, EG. Is, is a donation to Unmute Presents tax deductible? It is not. It is not okay. a donation. It's a tip. Thank you. <laughs> yep. All right, everybody. Have a good Thanks, day. everyone. Thanks. Have a great week. We're going to close it out.